welcome to episode three of Human Seeking Human, the podcast where I read personal ads in old newspapers to look at the ways people searched for love. I am very excited for this episode, so why don't we jump right in? Uh, the first segment is Alex's dream date, where I try to find people that I think I'd get along with pretty well if we happen to go on a date together. I have two of these uh, for you. Uh, the first one is from the Capital Times that's in Madison, Wisconsin. This is from September 6th, 1994. You could be the one. Divorced white male, 51, five foot nine, athletic build, sense of humor, supposedly cute, financially secure. You are energized, cute, have nice legs, 35 to 50. Uh, this one might be a little bit weird to use as my dream date. Um, the reason I picked it, though, is because I feel like if I were 51 in 1994, this is the ad that I would write. And I say that very optimistically because that assumes that when I'm 51, I finally have that athletic build I'm going for. And as for the rest, I mean, I like to think I have a sense of humor uh, and I, supposedly cute. That, I'm going to be honest with you, I would describe myself that way. I would use that on a profile, that I'm supposedly cute. Because I've been told I was cute before by certain people. My mom has told me that. Um, my ex told me that at one point. Probably not anymore, but uh, that's okay. Uh, so it's been it's been in my head that, that I am, so I, I would put that. The way that it's put is it's very much my personality. It is not me saying, I am so handsome, I am so attractive. It's me saying, hey, supposedly cute. Because then that kind of leaves it up to them. Like, hey, there's really no room for expectations here. Because you either think I'm cute or you don't. And that's fine. Either way. Um, and yes, hopefully I am financially secure. We'll see how well this podcast does. We're on uh, episode three. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, And then beyond that, you are energized, cute. Uh, have nice legs. You know, it's specific. I, it's specific. And... Hopefully, by the time I'm 51, I find my specific thing. I'd like to think it's something beyond just saying, have nice legs. Uh, but I'm not judging here. Uh, we'll see what 51-year-old me comes up with. Oh, and I happen to be 5'9". I didn't mention that. But yeah, that is exactly my height. So yeah, hey, I'm 5'9", all of you. So so don't get any ideas. If you meet me, don't you dare say that you thought I'd be taller. You know, please don't. I'm 5'9". Just let's leave it at that. <laughs> Not that I've heard that before, okay? I swear. Okay, here's my second one. Same newspaper, Capital Times. Breaker Breaker, 19. Little old grandma looking to find someone to take care of me and share life. Mature, patient, understanding, kind, semi-driver plus. No drugs or alcohol. <laughs> what I like about this is everything, really. I, I don't think there's a single thing in here I don't like. Uh, does it really fit me? Not really, but I want to fit it, if that makes sense. Like, I want this person to want me. Uh, because if leagues were a thing when it comes to attractiveness, uh, this little old grandma would be way out of my league. It, you can just tell by the way it's written it, and what they're looking for. They're looking for someone who's mature, patient, understanding, kind. Um, and specifically a semi-driver. You know, they know what they want. And I, as I've said before, I really like that. All right, next, we're moving on to Ready to Mingle. So this one is usually where I read personal ads that are kind of the best of the rest. But what I'm doing today is a little bit different. 
I'm still going to be reading ads, but not in the way you think. Uh, these are, because there are, in this paper, there were normal personals placed through the paper, but there are also these other ads looking for people to call in. So this is from the Cincinnati Enquirer. Uh, it's in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, April 13th, 1991. Single girls in Cincinnati, $3 a minute, must be 18 years. Meet your lover. Guys, we've got too many women. $1 a minute, $2 for the first minute. Dateline. Guys, real phone numbers of gals in your area, $2.50 a minute. Live, one-on-one, talk to girls, $2.99 per minute, must be 18 years. Single women, looking for a serious relationship with a quality man, leave a message, free. Uh, those were the ones that uh, <laughs> I could just came across and I thought they were pretty funny because the first thing it reminded me of is those ads on websites that say single single women in your area uh, and try to get you to click. Uh, and I, I know like 14-year-old me going through the newspaper, I would have probably called these um, and gotten in big trouble for it. But um, <laughs> uh, I don't know why, I but I feel like my friends and I would have gotten together. We did certain things that we probably shouldn't have been doing we i remember going to a friend's house when i was little and we'd watch uh dr ruth and uh i remember being very shocked at some of the things i heard on there uh because yeah i i was a little catholic schoolboy. but anyway uh so yeah i could imagine if if we had known about numbers like these we would have called in uh and yes gotten in big trouble but that's not the main reason i'm bringing this up because there's one specific ad that caught my eye and not for the right reasons here it is don't kid yourself being in love is important are you happy being alone or are you just content do you remember the difference if you believe a happy loving relationship should be a part of your life now is the time to check us out no playboys no thrill seekers just quality individuals looking to find each other remember it's not how you meet it's who you meet so the first thing I, I mean, one thing I'll get out of the way is I did not like the dig at people with certain lifestyles not being quality people. That, of course, is a problem, but I'm going to go beyond that. Um, I felt like this ad almost tries to make you feel guilty if you're not actively searching for love, uh, when in reality, your journey is your journey. And you might not find love, but you might never be looking for love, and that's okay. And it's funny because it's weirdly sprinkled in with some positive messages. So it's not how you meet, it's who you meet. Uh, for example, that's something when uh, before my uh, ex and I got together, I was on Tinder, I was on Bumble, and I remember thinking, oh, I don't want to tell anybody that that's how I met this person that I'm going on dates with. Uh, I remember thinking that's something to be ashamed of. Uh, and in hindsight, I realized that's not the case. It is not something to be ashamed of. It doesn't matter how you meet. Uh, it, it truly is who you meet because once you meet that right person, it doesn't matter how you met. You met. That's, hey, let's put that aside. Nothing to feel shame for. So that's a great message in this ad. And you might be thinking, okay, come on. It's just some ad. They're trying to get people to call. You're taking it too seriously. Yes, <laughs> I probably am. 
but this one was pretty personal to me because I had my first relationship when I was 24. And to many people, that's a long time. And that's a surprise when I tell people that. Um, and I used to not tell people that. I hid that fact because I was ashamed of it. I didn't want people to know that. Um, and I would even make excuses for it. Uh, I did have some mental health issues in college that I would use as an excuse, but at the end of the day, um, it didn't matter. Like it, it shouldn't matter. I shouldn't have felt the need to make up, make those excuses or use my mental health issues as a way of excusing not being in a relationship. I just wasn't ready. I, d I didn't meet somebody that I was ready to be in a relationship with and that's okay. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. And the reason I'm saying that now is because if anyone out there is listening and is in a similar boat as I was, I know I would have loved to hear that from somebody because it's just as valid to be in zero relationships in 24, 30, 40, 50 years, uh, 100 years as it is to be in 100 relationships. And what's funny, and this is so cliche, but was so true for me, it wasn't until I stopped worrying about being in a relationship that I got into one. I remember thinking I went on a trip with my friends to Vegas and uh, just, you know, a fun, goofy weekend. Um, and I remember thinking, hey, it's okay that I'm single. Like, I don't, I'm not like here to look for something. Like, it's not going to be on my mind. Like, whatever. This is just like a trip with my, my friends. And I remember after that trip, I thought, you know what? I'm going to work on myself, worry about myself and feel good about myself. And that's, that should be priority number one. And um, within, I think, a month or so, I met my ex. And despite that relationship ending, I'm extremely grateful for everything from that relationship and the experience. Uh, because, hey, uh, if it weren't for that relationship, I wouldn't be able to talk to you all right now through this, uh, through this podcast. And I wouldn't be able to read your incredible, honest ads that you send in. And I will say I'm extremely grateful for all those 27 years of life that I've had so far. And I'm looking forward to what's to come. Okay, now that now that real talk is over for the episode, <laughs> let's get over to our textual encounters. Uh, this is where I read missed connections or actually in this papers, these papers, um, they're called I Saw You ads. I believe missed connections was introduced with Craigslist. But I know them as missed connections, so that's what I'm going to be calling them. Here are two of them from the Calgary Herald in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, from June 26, 1996. I saw you two weeks ago at Market Mall. You were looking to see if I was at Smitty's or Safeway. You had on a beige raincoat. We had coffee at Smitty's. You're a rancher. Lost your number. This goes back to our last episode where I mentioned the romantic comedy scene of you know losing someone's number and then uh, like it falls in a puddle, I think I said, or something. Anyway, and I saw this and it made me really sad because I really hope these people could connect again. And, and one thing that was interesting about this one is it says, you were looking to see if I was at Smitty Safeway. So this person was already being sought out. So I don't know if they met through the paper and they were meeting up at Smitty's or Safeway, uh, but uh, I like this. I, I like I like that they put themselves out there and paid for this ad in a, in a way to reconnect and make sure they can see each other again. Here's one more misconnection ad. Brentwood Liquors. You were beautiful and friendly. You offered me pineapple-flavored vodka. Tasted more like peach. I wore an Aggie sweatshirt. 
Sorry I didn't get your name and number. Hope to hear from you. So this one, it's so specific. And I love, so I, I like that they call them beautiful and friendly, like most things do. Like the, most of these um, ads will do that. And I, I'm pretty sure they're not saying, hey, this these are your defining features, but they want to compliment them to make them more likely to reach out. And then you get the pineapple flavored vodka, but it tasted more like peach. I'm not sure if this person made that comment aloud when the two met, um, but I'm kind of picturing just for my own amusement that they didn't. So they just threw this detail in there to be a little snide and say, hey, by the way, like if you read this, but you don't call me, please call it peach flavored vodka down the line because pineapple flavored is misleading. Um <laughs> uh yeah uh let's let's hope that at the very least that happened whether or not they found love i don't know but at the very least let's hope that this pineapple flavored vodka is now called peach flavored vodka and now it's time for our honest ad this week this is where i read an anonymous ad from someone sent in via email to humanseekinghuman at gmail.com i live alone during a pandemic in wisconsin which is slowly getting gloomier I am currently in the middle of switching antidepressant medications, which is already a challenge, but doing it during a pandemic is even harder. I'm trying to take care of myself, but I'm averaging one meal a day, and being a black female during these times does not help. Here, I am seeking peace, happiness, and giving my anxiety less control. Now for the positive goals, what I'm seeking. I'm trying to find a new job in California by January, and hoping to move out to California by next year. The job search is the hardest part. Every single resume rejection hurts, but I'm not hindered. I know my dreams and what I want. I want to do internal communications for a tech company. It combines my strengths of marketing and working with people, and I know that's the right fit for me. So now we're manifesting. Sending in applications daily, hoping for an interview. I've never wanted anything more. The move is not just for the job, but to experience a new culture, meet new people, and the ultimate end goal of finding love. I have goosebumps from that one. Um, there's a lot there, and I like that because it shows how connected all of these thoughts, feelings, and experiences can be to one another. And many of your experiences, I can't personally relate to, and that shows me the level of privilege that I do have. But saying that, this actually is very fitting for me right now because I am... Also planning this week to reach out to my uh, psychiatrist about switching up my antidepressants. Um, and you're right about it being during a pandemic. It's different. It's different. It's definitely something that you don't want to have to do, especially at all, especially now. And for what it's worth, I am incredibly proud of you for trying to take care of yourself, which is not an easy thing to do. Not an easy thing to do at all, especially when you're living alone. And not only are you trying to take care of yourself, you're also searching for jobs. You're also planning a move a couple thousand miles away, and you're dealing with rejection. That is so difficult. I, For me, I do not handle rejection well. Um, so when it comes to interviewing applications, all of that, I am so glad I'm doing what I'm doing. And part of the reason why was because I just couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle the job searching. Um, and I'm and because I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I got lucky that I can be a podcaster for a living. 
Um, I'm not <laughs> chalking it up to just uh, just a want. You know, there was a lot of luck involved and a lot of hard work. I'll give myself that. But um, anyway, I I jumped at the opportunity mainly because I couldn't handle the job search. I was it, it is so discouraging, and I took it at the time when I was searching for jobs. It was so so difficult for me. And while you are going through all of that, you still have what I think is the best possible attitude, saying that you've never wanted anything more, being so excited about the experience involved with it, not just the end result, but getting to experience new culture and meet new people and then eventually find love. Uh, you talk about it as an exciting journey instead of a destination. And I respect that quite a bit. And I'm really, really excited for you. And I'm glad you're manifesting this. I am going to be doing the same for you. And I hope everyone who's listening will do the same for you and really just come together, wish you the best, send you those vibes that you need to get those interviews and find that perfect job for you. So good luck. And hopefully down the line, we'll get an amazing update from you. So that is the end of our third episode. Thank you everyone again for listening. I am so grateful for this. I was looking forward to recording this episode all week. Uh, I am looking, already looking forward to recording the next episode. Uh, I'm almost constantly doing research for new content because I enjoy this so much. And I think that you all have a lot to look forward to. We all do, because this is, this is getting, this is just getting started. We have so many fun times ahead of us. If you'd like to follow the podcast on social media, you can find it on Twitter and Instagram at human seeking pod. You can also follow me at Zandy Schiefer on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, one thing I will say is if you are listening to this as it comes out, I am currently taking a break from streaming to work on my mental health. Like I mentioned earlier, I am uh, planning on switching medications. I've been having a rough time the past week and a half or so. So yeah, I'm taking a mental health break, doing what I can to take care of myself. Speaking of which, Y'all are taking care of me by being so positive about this show and being there for me and being an audience for me. I very much appreciate it and looking forward to talking to you again next week. Until then, bye. Bye.